0: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash forever thirty-five today to get ten percent off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p dot slash forever thirty-five. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts.
1: No, we're not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Mm,
0: We do. And we like to do it here on a mini episode, which is where we hear from you. We share your comments and thoughts and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And if you'd like to reach us, our
1: voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever thirty five podcast at gmail dot com. Dory,
0: this is true. <laughs> it is. I also just want to flag everybody that we are just podcast hosts, and so we encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a mental oh and or mental nice. health professional.
1: Wow. I it's skipped. Okay. I it's like my
0: it's like my eyes just like skipped that. Sometimes, maybe because
1: it's in italics.
0: <laughs> maybe it just floated by. But also because yeah. I think sometimes like we've read this so much that sometimes your brain just kind of is like merp.
1: You know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean,
0: my brain is definitely like merp. Your brain is merp right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. My brain yeah. is merp. So, so, I mean, all we're saying is like, don't take our word for it.
1: Yes. We're not doctors
0: or medical or mental health profesh. So go to them first. Go to them first. Anyway, and also you can find us uh, on our website, Forever 35 Podcast, where we have links to everything on the show. We're on Twitter at Forever 35 Pod, Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast. You can join the Forever 35 Facebook group where the password is serums. And there's also a Forever 35 subreddit. So we're just all out there floating around on the internet. Yep. We sure are. We're just floating around. Well, also on the internet today, Dory, is something that you wrote. It's true. (laughs) Did you like that segue? I couldn't tell. There was a pause.
1: I was processing it. I was like, (laughs) I wrote something. Oh, yes, yes, I did. I wrote something. It's true.
0: You want to tell us about it? It's so good. I would love
1: to. Oh, thank you so much. So I wrote a profile of Mandy Moore. Actress, singer, mom to be, Angelino. Um, what other descriptors can I use? Just just lovely, overall lovely, just lovely human. Interviewed her over Zoom because of you know the COVID. Mm. Um, but it was still still delightful. And the profile is up now on romper.com which is a parenting website. If you haven't looked at it, you definitely should. It's really, really a great website. I had a wonderful experience writing the piece, having the piece edited. Um, it also just happened to coincide with Matt getting COVID. <laughs> so that. when I kept referring to like the, the huge work deadlines I had, one of them was this piece when I was like, uh, how, how 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 am I how am I going to get this done, <laughs> and also have it be like coherent, not just be this like brain dump of nonsense. So yeah, so it was. It, 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 I did I did it, and then here's a little behind the scenes of the editing process. Um, I talked to my editor after I had filed the piece and she was like, it's really good. The structure was perfect. It was, it it was great. And I was like, wait, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did a good job.
1: Yeah. I was literally like, Oh, thank you. Okay. Like she had edits, obviously it wasn't like pristine, but, it was in good shape. Like her edits were relatively minor. And that's when I was like, Oh yeah. Like I know how I, I do know how to do this. I've been doing this for a long time.
0: Yeah. You're good at it, Dory. This
1: is something that I'm, that I'm good at because I've, I I, I can do it. (laughs) And I just, you know, I think the combination of like, I haven't been taking many freelance assignments because I've been working my book and we have a podcast.
0: Oh, we do. So I've been
1: stretched a little thin. Um, and, you know, sometimes you think like, well, maybe I just don't, maybe I just don't know how to do this anymore, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. But you and do. Then,
1: so it was kind of a good reminder of being like, oh yeah, this, the, I know how to do this. I've done this for so long, like, and I've done it for so long because I'm good at
0: it, you know. Mm -hmm. I do, and I think it's really powerful to to speak that out loud too. Oftentimes, we don't. I think it's hard to allow ourselves space to like say, like, I'm good at this. I know how to do it. Totally do it well.
1: Totally. So yeah. So I just you know it was it was validating to hear that from my editor she wasn't like surprised that, it had been, that I had filed a, a good piece, but she was just like this. Yeah. I, I think she was especially cause I'd been like, uh, my husband has COVID. So, so, you know, I'm, it was a couple of days late and blah, blah, blah. And, and she was like, no, this is, uh, this is, this is good. So, um, yeah. That well, was, that was just validating. So I, just I am to sh-
0: share that win. If you will share the win. I'm, I'm thrilled for you that you came out of that experience feeling that way.
1: Thank you so much. Thank and- you were
0: you were really there for every step.
1: <laughs> uh Kate, you were just so you were like calming when I was like, so my husband has COVID. I have no child care. I have a toddler who requires pretty much constant attention. We have three podcasts a week to do. I also have this uh Book deadline that I cannot push anymore. it is literally at the the precipice of like <laughs> of of pushing and the precipice of like not getting done, and I also have this very time sensitive article that I need to finish, and you you really stepped in so i I
0: deeply appreciate that well, if that's really kind of you to say and you are welcome, and I. Uh, that's what that's what we do for each other as friends and also like biz partners, right? Like I, I know, like- I
1: know, but it's so rare to have. It's not rare. I, I don't think it's that rare to have a friend who will do that, but to have a business partner I do mean, that.
0: It's very nice of you to say. I look forward, as I've already started panic emailing you about the workload in my life. let look forward to you having. I'm saying here. the same about you. But, you all I mean, I, I think that's like that's a real like benefit I get from our working relationship is that there is radical acceptance and understanding. Yeah. And I really appreciate that because I that's not something I think that um I had received in prior work experiences, like in a more corporate work environment all the time. And um I I wish that for everyone. I don't think that is a common thing.
1: Well, and you know what, it also just goes to show, it goes to show that like you can have a workplace with empathy and understanding and still be successful.
0: Uh Oh, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) I mean, it is nice that it's, you know, it's a small team and not like. Of course. But I'm just saying, what if
1: this were the case on a broader scale? How many more women would be would still be in the workforce?
0: Well, as we just saw... For like,
1: example...
0: The latest job numbers come in, it was the drop in, in job loss was almost all women and almost all women of color. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, didn't
1: mean for that to get so heavy, but... No, I think let's, it's...
0: It's very important. I'm with you Let's on lighten it. the mood and talk about what you <laughs> My, have going on in your what life. What I bring to the table, yes. which is... Which is a new product I'm trying out that I got to talk about. I got to talk about it because I didn't even know it existed. As as previously mentioned on a, another episode, I had to order some things from Target to my home. And I self-soothed by ordering a bunch of body and skincare and beauty products because that's where I'm at. And one thing I, I was re-upping my aqua for because I keep a tube by my bed. And I came across an Aquaphor body spray. Have you ever seen this? I have not. I I hadn't either. It is Aquaphor in spray form. Wow. Wow. So I, of course, hit purchase. And I have been using the spray Aquaphor on my face. And I love it so much. (laughs) Okay. I love it. It distributes an even mist of Aquaphor pre-bedtime. It's amazing. I mean, like I, I like a tube of Aquaphor, but when you use that to apply it, especially like if you're putting it on your face after your whole skincare routine, it's, you know, you're kind of just globbing on this big blob of, you know, petroleum excrement. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a really mean way of what I could call Aquaphor, but it, you know, it's, it's like a big blobby kind of consistency. The spray, it's like another world, but then you touch your face and it's like, and it's Aquaphor. Look, this blew my mind. Aquaphor in a spray. So I have been, the other, the other thing that's nice is that you could use it to reach like your back or your shoulders or any spots where you kind of can't quite get to, or you could use it as a body lotion especially like after a nice warm bath or shower but i use this to kind of after i've put everything on at night i give my body i give my face a spritz of aquaphor Mm. body spray wow and everything just feels sticky and good sticky and good oh, that's so gross <laughs> sticky and good those aren't things that you normally like you don't normally affiliate sticky with good but that's where i'm at i keep this right by my sink and i've been at night i've been kind of like using my my nighttime face washing to kind of um transition to bedtime i'm, I'm trying to kind of like i go i i'm doing my new face tool dory Mm. I'm watching some gua sha videos, which we'll, we'll be talking about on an episode down the road. So I've been kind of spending more time, like I'll, I'll put on an episode of TV, I'll stay in my bathroom for 20 minutes. So the Aquaphor spray is kind of like the icing on the, the long cake of my nighttime skincare routine. Wow. It's interesting. I need something to kind of help Help my nervous system calm down. The cold. Sh- oh, I did try the cold shower.
1: Yeah, you texted. <laughs> you texted me asking how long you should stay in the cold shower. As someone who is not an expert on cold showers, I was like, I have no idea.
0: Let me tell you, I was like, shower was on. I was like, naked in my bathroom, texting you, like, here it goes. How long do you think this is? I should do this for because Annie Kriegbaum of Eyewitness Beauty Podcast said that she goes in for three minutes, three whole minutes of standing under icy cold water. I lasted 45 seconds. It I mean, that was seems like cold. a long time. <laughs> it felt, it felt long and it felt freaking cold. It was tough. So I'm not sure that's going to be working its way into my, uh, daily routine.
1: I mean, it does seem like one of those things where like, if you really wanted to make it happen, you would probably get better at it. Yes, but totally. It's also like, do, do, do you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not something I feel particularly strongly about. Um, yeah, it didn't. It. I, I might try it again, especially if I'm feeling like I'm having a hard time kind of winding down. But that was a uh, I might, you know, the Aquaphor spray is just a little bit more attainable for me right now.
1: Every time you say Aquaphor body spray, I think of Axe body spray.
0: What if that's what I was using?
1: <laughs> it was actually Axe. You just like missed just... Reddit. You're like, this is Aquaphor <laughs> smells different, but okay. <laughs> Anthony got into bed and was like, what is a
0: what is new product <laughs> are you trying? Why do you smell like an adolescent boy from the early 2000s? <laughs> Look, I mean... The early aughts fashion and style is coming back. Maybe the body spring will too. Yeah, maybe Axe is going to come back.
1: All right. Well, on that nostalgic note, let's take a break. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket
0: costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. our listeners will get an additional fifteen percent off an annual membership at masterclass dot com slash f thirty five. Get fifteen percent off right now at masterclass dot com slash f thirty five. That's masterclass dot com slash f thirty five.
1: Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into
0: summer. It's happening so fast.
1: It is, and I feel like also with summer, just come more All right, here we are. This first text is from Barbara. Hey there, Barbara here, longtime listener, first time question asker, ologies shout out. I got to ask since I haven't heard any talks about it what what are your views on Bag Balm especially Bag Balm versus Vaseline versus Aquaphor I've been using Bag Balm religiously for years especially in the dry winters thanks for all you do to brighten up our days
0: Wow I don't <laughs> think we've had a Bag Balm shout out yet on this podcast
1: Um I think we've discussed Bag Balm
0: okay do you have a strong opinion either way about bag balm? I like bag balm. Um,
1: But it's kind of, I think it also has petroleum. It's a petroleum jelly and lanolin base.
0: Which is very similar to what we're dealing with. Yeah.
1: With, yeah. Um, I, you know, when I, I think I've told this story before, but not long after I started dating Matt, he, I had been like, complaining that my heels were cracked and dry and he got me some bag balm and I'd never heard of it before. And I thought that was a very sweet gesture. And I started using it and it really did help my cracked heels. Mm. Wow. Now I have not continued to use it, but it it is, it is a great product. So I'm a fan. I I actually like it I like it better than Vaseline. I might like, um, hard to say. It's, sim- it's, I find it similar to Aquaphor.
0: Maybe a little,
1: almost a little thicker, maybe.
0: That's how I, like when I've ever used it, because it comes, I find what's kind of most annoying about it is it comes in that big green tin. So you kind of have to like scoop it and slab it on and it feels very thick. Yeah, but I mean, so is Aquaphor. I mean, unless you're doing the spray. That's true. That is true. Unless you're doing the spray. Uh, Yeah, I don't... <sighs> Bag bomb for me is like something I'd find in the medicine cabinet at my house that my parents had had since like 1971. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it feels yeah. like it never goes bad. It... It just sits in that tin. But, I mean, I'm not opposed to the bag bomb. It seems like it's in the same category. I'd be interested if anyone puts it on their face. Yeah, me too. It seems very thick for the face, but what do I know? Yeah, especially in, like, those deep, cold weather areas. Like yeah. Ver- like Vermont or, like, you know, Canada. Totally. Or Minnesota, Chicago, upstate New York. All right, maybe it's bag bomb. Now, when you were putting it on your heels, did you also do the sock over the heel, or would you go to bed mm-hmm. with like, okay? No, yeah. no, no, sock
1: over socks, sock.
0: sock over heel. Okay, what a what a sweet gesture from your husband, by the way. I know, love a love a partner who gets you bag bomb. Totally, what a practical gesture. <laughs> so sweet, very sweet. Well, <clears throat> anyone out there, bag bomb heads? You tell um, us. Bagbomb babies, Bagbom babies. Bag bomb. You
1: love you love uh you love a head.
0: I do love a head, and I gotta tell you some we'll talk more about this later, but some Aldi fans have written it and they like have a name. Whoa. And it's yes. not Aldi heads? <laughs> I don't think so. I forget what the person said in the email, but I was like, they were like, oh yeah, we have a whole identity. Like there's a whole world where people who really love Aldi express themselves. So Aldi is new to the Los Angeles area. So you and I, I've, I like, and we just got one during COVID. So, but in other parts of the world, people are really into their Aldi. Yeah. All right. That's true. Here's a text we got. Hi. Just FYI, I know for a fact, Oprah washes her sheets every day. She said this on an episode probably 20 years ago now, and it has always stuck in my memory because it seems so preposterous, and she came off as very judgmental of people who don't do this. The poor guest, some kind of home decor expert or something, had to try to explain to her that washing and changing sheets daily wasn't realistic for most people. Hearing Hearing you speculate about this on the pod made me laugh. I mean... It's definitely not realistic for most people.
1: This seems like one of those things. This is like a lifestyle creep thing where like you're so rich and you've been so rich for so long that you've completely lost the thread Mm -hmm. in terms of like what quote unquote normal people do. Even normal rich people don't wash their sheets every day. Yeah, we know (laughs) Um,
0: not watching his sheets every day.
1: Ew, no, he's not. There's
0: like Dunkin' crumbs <laughs> in his sheets. <dates. laughs> you can find like a pink Duncan straw, just. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, this is. You know I mean, what I mean? Like, she's, she's, Oprah's like horrified that people aren't washing their sheets every day. Meanwhile, everyone's day. like, what are you talking about?
0: The physical labor of stripping my bed. I get so irritated at like the peeling off of the sheets and getting the pillow out of the pillowcase. Like, oh, and it's not like Oprah is standing there, like lugging her sheets to the washer. She has a whole team of people doing it.
1: Yeah. And also, as you pointed out on a previous episode about someone who washes their pajamas every day. Like, that's a lot of
0: water. It is. And like, you know, we're we're coming at it from people who ha- who are fortunate to have like a washer dryer in their home, but like many apartment buildings don't have that, I, you know, or or it's in the basement. I'm thinking of my old my old building before we moved to our house. We're like, you I had to lug all my shit down two sets of stairs. It was all court, coin operated. Like, you can't. Uh, come on. Yeah, that's a really good point, too come on, Oprah, who is, I love so much, but I mean, every day also just, you're right. Like it just feels a little excessive unless, you know, I will say I have had some like hot flashes in my sleep where like, Ooh, that bed is soaked. So like, you know, yeah. 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 Thank you. We love all Oprah updates. Fun fact. I once worked with Oprah. Oh, I know. I know. She was very nice. All right, Dory.
1: Did she make you wash her sheets?
0: She did not, but it was not an instance in which I would have been near anywhere she was sleeping. But she did okay, have fair. You know, she did have like particular ways, like her or like her team did have a lot of particular requests, but they all felt very reasonable. And her dog Sophie was there. You might remember Sophie from the the aunts? All you Oprah fans. I got to meet Sophie the dog.
1: Aww. All right. All right. Next email. My question is about melasma. I had my second baby in October, and about halfway through my pregnancy, I noticed a weird shadow on my upper lip when the lighting hit me just right. I wear sunscreen every day religiously, so I wasn't sure what it could be. After a quick Google search, I learned that melasma is often called the pregnancy mask because it is so common for women to develop it when pregnant. A lot of what I read was discouraging, things like you might have it forever, it might fade on its own, but then come back, and that you could try laser treatments. There's no way I'm doing an unmasked procedure on my face right now, so lasers are not going to happen anytime soon for me. So my question is, do you or any of your listeners have product recommendations on what could help in the meantime?
0: This is not something I have personal experience with. Me neither. never dealt with melasma so this is an opening it up to the audience kind of question yeah um i know there are endless products out there that you know claim to help melasma i think the biggest thing is consistency it's going to be like okay. a long term commitment to using a product right like you want to give it at least a couple months to see if it's working that would be my biggest suggestion um I feel like friend of the pod Courtney Chisano has melasma
1: recommendations. Like I feel like that's been a question that's come up when we've done skincare episodes with her.
0: We'll so, we'll we'll circle back, listener. Yeah, and I think you know this could also be a thing that when you feel comfortable, or you know, like when the vaccine is readily available and we feel more safe, it might be a thing that you take to the derm or the doc. Totally and do that laser sitch. But let's see if any of our listeners out there care to share their melasma experiences. Yeah. I'd love to hear. All right, Dory, let's, let's, uh, break for some charming advertisements read by yours truly. And then we'll be right back. All right. BRB. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of, our skin as we get older, and how we treat it and how we love it, because look, as I'm learning in my mid40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. you know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay, which is okay. I know there' a bull on my <sighs> neck and chest. Well, we received a real treat of a voicemail. Have you heard Have you heard this yet?
1: No, I really decided to just like (laughs) let it ride. Okay. I hope you, I hope you like it. Okay. Here we go.
2: Hey, cat and door, or should I say horse, (laughs) horsey and Dory, um, Listen, I have like I don't know. This is less of a question and more of just a rant. So I'm sorry. Like I, I'm just I need I think I need one of Dory's you know classic lectures um, because I have this friend, this mutual friend of my husband and I, who we've known for almost a decade and are very close to, and he's engaged to and very much in love with and is going to marry in a few months. Um, this woman who is fine like she's fine but she's not like fine like fine wine you know and I don't know like I I need a lecture because it's my problem that I don't really like this girl I really don't have a problem with her I just think she's really lame and just like has no interesting qualities about her um, but like she did nothing wrong and um, I don't know I'm just I. Is anyone else like, has anyone else dealt with like someone who's very close to them marrying someone who they just don't really like? Like, I wish her no harm, but I don't know, you know, like, I just, I guess I just wanted better for my friend, but ultimately, it's not about me, right? It's about, um, my friend being happy. And if this girl who I think is lame makes him happy, then what does it matter? Because I'm not the one marrying her, right? Um, but anyways, yeah, Dory, for me. Oh, my God. Okay, right. You know, you tend to be like, oh, oh nice cop. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys.
1: Wow. She... <laughs> this listener has us pegged. <laughs> <laughs> Kate, you tend to be nice, cop, <laughs> and Dory, you give a
0: good lecture. I give a lecture. You have a firm hand and a clear vision, and I think you execute what you want to say very well. Whereas I tend to teeter totter. I mean, I think ultimately you know what you want to say. You mean this listener?
1: No, I mean, no, no. Well, oh, this me. listener, but also you.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes.
1: But I sometimes I, tend- I just I just tease it out of you.
0: That's true, you I think you toughen me up a little bit. I, really I
1: know, that. and I've loved seeing you get tougher. it's really it's really a pleasure. So do you have a lecture for this listener? I do, and actually, my first lecture is beginning with the use of the word lame, which I would really like to encourage everyone to not use. It is an ableist term, and we should all just eliminated it from eliminate it from our vocabulary. So that's number one, number two this is your issue listener. And you know, we have all had the friend who is dating or marrying someone who we just think is kind of meh. Like you said, like this, this person is not a bad person, but she's not who you had envisioned for your friend. And I think when this happens, I think, I think what it does is it's, Part of the problem is that it like challenges our idea of who we thought our friends were. Like we thought our friends were better than this, quote unquote. You know, we thought our friends would choose someone worthy of them. And so when they choose someone who we think is kind of mediocre, we're like, well, wait a second. What does that say about them and what does that say about me? And you know, then it just becomes this whole kind of questioning. So I think that's also partly what's going on here. But what I've come to realize is that people need different things from different people. And what this friend of yours might need from your friendship is different from what he needs from a romantic relationship. And obviously this woman is giving him what he needs in a romantic relationship. And you listener need to back the F down. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Well, you said. Need to, you, honestly, honestly, listener, you, you need to, you need to chill out and like, yeah, let it go. Let it go. Your friend is happy. You, you, you are happy. You are happy. You seem to be happily married. And you don't have to marry this woman. This is your this is your friend's choice and it's making your friend happy. So you got to you got to just shut up. And the other thing I would say is like this woman definitely knows how you feel about her.
0: Oh. Ooh,
1: so, really. Yeah, she knows. She can feel your disdain. So I would try to dial that back. And I would, and I think the friend probably also feels it. And it's going to cause a rupture in your relationship if you continue to have this kind of haughty attitude. Listen, I'm just being tough because you wanted me to be tough. So I'm giving
0: it to you straight. Okay. They called in and asked for tough this was this was solicited (laughs) so this is what
1: you're getting (laughs) i was told to take a seat (laughs) do you want to play good cop king
0: oh listener you're doing great (laughs) i know i i i actually agree with you and you made some points i hadn't even thought about um about about what is it s- about it causing us to reflect like, what does it say about our friend? And what does it say about us? I thought that was really interesting. That was not something that had crossed my mind. Mm. My biggest thought after hearing this is like, you aren't marrying this person. No, you don't have to love them or like them. But I think like it ha it has to be like, this is not your relationship. And so you must step back, and I thought you made a fantastic point about the fiance probably knowing because sometimes in these situations, the topic of so and so marrying someone that nobody else likes becomes like a group text. Conversation, you know what I mean? It becomes yes. a group chat. Yeah. And I think for your friend's sake, don't let the fact that maybe the rest of you don't love their fiance become the like a uniting topic. That yeah, it, like just that's I a really say, good point. Accept your friend, accept their choices, accept this person and their life, and move on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, if anyone wants more lectures, call in for a lecture request. I think you're very <laughs> very good at it, Dory. So.
1: Thank you. Well, you know, when I'm given free reign. <laughs>
0: right, when it's asked of you. When you it's deliver. asked of me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> on a completely different note... <laughs> This is an email we received. I'm from Vancouver, Canada, and only recently discovered your podcast while browsing for podcast recs. I'm loving your podcast and how I can pick up on any episode. Thank you. Why? Thank you. I'm wondering if you or your listeners could recommend any reed diffusers. I'm looking to get a couple of reed diffusers because they're safer than candles And plus, I won't have to plug anything into an outlet. I'm looking for a nice reed diffuser bottle, something a little more jazzed up than the more common reed diffusers out there. I'm also looking for a brand that actually works where the scent is nice and lingers. Saw that Urban Outfitters has beautiful floral reed diffusers and that's the only place I found that has the floral reeds. Have you tried those? Hoping to get some good recs before I shell out money to purchase them. I know they aren't expensive, but why buy if it doesn't work? Apologies if you've already covered this topic in a previous podcast.
0: Well, I have a recommendation, but I just looked at the website again and it has sold out. <gasps> but that should tell you it's coming How good it is. I love it. Okay, so I so I had previously mentioned that I really love the teakwood and tobacco reed diffuser by PF Candle Company or Candle Co, Los Angeles based. It's not a heavy scent, it's a it's a more like musky scent, but I I love it. I have that in my living room. Well, Caroline Moss, host of G Thanks, Just Bought It, sent me a very lovely holiday present. And in it was another PF Candle Co. reed diffuser. And I am obsessed with it. It smells so good. The bottle is really beautiful. And I have it in my bathroom and I might be buying more of them. So it is their Swell Sunset Reed Diffuser. and. They describe it this way on their website: 12 p.m. salty skin, steady tides, endless afternoons in the hot summer sun, vibrant, juicy, aquatic, black currant, tuberose, tuberose, and sea moss. Now, again, I couldn't tell you what a black currant or sea moss smells like, but this is a fantastic scent, and it's currently sold out. And I'm so bummed because I was literally about to buy like three more. So, so. PF Candle Co. Is, is the candle company that I also
1: love. There's a particular scent that I love called Moonrise. Mm-hmm. And I own several candles in this scent, but I also own two of their reed diffusers in Moonrise, which is from, and they're from the same um, family as the Swell diffuser. So that is a recommendation. If you want a stronger scent, I do find that the Nest reed diffusers, which are kind of a classic are they will give you a stronger it's not overpowering but it's but it's stronger than the pf candle ones Mm. um they have a moroccan amber reed diffuser that is really lovely um they also have a cedar leaf and lavender reed diffuser these are a little more expensive these are fifty dollars but i do find that their diffusers tend to be a little bit you like you 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 smell the scents the scents are a little more present
0: yes the the pf Candle Co. ones are about in the 20 24 26 yeah. range yes and, and I, I find do... them to be very subtle yes uh one floral reed diffuser that i bought and really liked is from the company kai fragrance um love has, kai yeah they've sent us some products in the past they're really lovely their reed diffuser was very strong and very nice it was it was might have been too strong for me but it had a lovely scent um that's was it's pricey it's seventy eight bucks, but it lasted forever and was more of the floral family. I have not tried any of the urban outfitter ones, but let's hear those recadoodles. doodles. <laughs> sorry for saying that sorry for saying wreck-a-doodle. doodles mm, boy, all right, Dory uh let's wrap it up here with a quick activity suggestion only suggesting this because it's something i did recently i watched wilson phillips's hold on video in its it's entirety and it it really put a pep in my step
1: okay i actually have a funny story about that song which has long been one of my go-to karaoke songs but i was recently doing a ride on the peloton and the and hold on came on and the instructor was like oh, like, I love this song. It's from Bridesmaids. (laughs) You're like, what? And I was like, okay, back up. (laughs) Like, like, uh, yes, it was featured in the movie Bridesmaids, but that is not where this song is from, okay? (laughs) And I suddenly was like, oh, I think this song came out like the year this person was born or
0: perhaps before (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> look dory i as a child or a teen i did think bohemian rhapsody was from the movie wayne's world took me a minute to figure out it was already like a 20 okay, but you were song. a child <laughs> yeah not a grown not a grown person <laughs> no. that's true that's fair anyway anyway hold on for one more day everybody yes okay.
1: i love this suggestion
0: all right well thank you all so much for listening we will talk to you later all right bye everyone